Welcome to Podcasts of Foes. I'm Greg Tito, host of Dragon Talk, the official Dungeons & Dragons podcast. To celebrate the launch of Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, we worked with more than 20 of the community's favorite live play D&D podcasts to record special episodes using monsters and lore from Tome of Foes. We love highlighting the creativity of these amazing players and dungeon masters, and hopefully you will find one or two new podcasts to follow. To find out more about these groups and Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, head to dnd.wizards.com slash mtof or check out our live video programming on twitch.tv slash dnd. I wanted to thank Victoria Rogers from the Broadswords for organizing all these amazing adventures from the community in this podcast of foes. And to find out about the next D&D adventure, check out the Stream of Many Eyes on June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. More information on that event can be found at dnd.wizards.com slash s-o-m-e. Have fun listening to this awesome one-shot adventure featuring monsters, stories, and lore pulled straight from Mordenkainen's Tome of Foes, available in game stores on May 18th and everywhere else on May 29th. Have fun rolling dice! I'm Brian Possein, comedian, writer, actor, nerd. I've been playing D&D with my friends for a long time. I decided to do a new podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons in my very own dining room with my wife, kid, and my noisy dogs. So meet my friends, Sarah, Ken, Dan, Blaine. Now it's time for another episode of Brian Possein's Nerd Poker Season 2. Hey, everybody. It's Brian Posehn, and you're listening to Brian Posehn's Nerd Poker, episode 15. Uh, once again, we're down one friend, but I've got Sarah, Ken, Dan, and... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we keep looking at the chair, and it just makes it worse. Little tweet. So I would also like to thank some people who are here with Please. us uh, in, in the spiritual sense. These people are our Patreon supporters. Thank you. The mo- ghosts in my house? What? Nothing. Oh. Yeah, you, your house is full of ghosts. I've been meaning to tell you about that. Oh my god, what? Is it? Yeah. Now you tell me. Is it hate <laughs> it's super haunted, right? Your house? <laughs> One or two. You really? There's a dude. There's a dude? What's the Wait, dude? are we being serious <laughs> right now? Did you sleep? Oh, I want to talk to him. <laughs> I totally want to find him. I'm ready to go. Do you right guys here. ever hear the story of Sinclair Gas, by the way? This is my favorite haunted story. Did you, do you know what I'm talking about? Have I told you guys? Well, because he... So... If I could just science nerd for just a mini millisecond, petroleum is old, like, it's called fossil fuels, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, but it's really just old, crushed up plankton. Like, it's not like dinosaurs. Okay. But back when Sinclair Gas was founded, they didn't know that much science. They were just like, oh, it's old. It is old stuff that turned into gas. So this guy owned Sinclair Glass. He, he um, went to a conference and he got fucking freaked out by it. He was like, you're telling me that's old mashed up dinosaurs that we're putting in our cars and like in our machines? That's horrible. So he put the dinosaur there as a reminder that we're pumping ghosts into our cars. <laughs> so I just love that so much. Like it was this like, it was like ghosts? it was a marketing thing, but at the same time, like he would tell his employees, like, you know, just remember when you look at that dinosaur, it might be, you know, a cute little toy you can give kids who come to the gas station. It might be a fun little plaster dinosaur the kids can take photos with, but it's also the ghosts that we're putting in people's vehicles. Rich people are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Dinosaur ghosts. That's Jurassic Park 12, by the way. And on that note, I would like to thank some Patreon supporters who have nothing to do with that story. Thank you, Spirit Botch. Well, it's related. The, the spirit. You were just talking ghosts. I know. I found it uh, while we were talking. Thank you, Gandalf's Veiny Taint. Oh, oh you know Veiny Taint. Who is Veiny Taint? <laughs> You're a baby tape. You're a doctor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Muckbang D and D number one fan. Muckbang D and D number one fan. Uh, thank you, R.J. McGready. Sure, R.J. McGready. Uh, the thing. Thank you, April Valencourt. Thanks, April. Uh, thank you. Happy Valencourt. And thank you. Oh, let's get a funny one. 
Uh, oh, thank you, Blaine Capatch's swollen prostate. <laughs> Blaine too soon. For that. <laughs> it's never too soon for Blaine <laughs> and his swollen prostate. So you guys are currently in the middle of a mage college, and you just interrogated a rogue student. Uh, and she, I almost killed a goth. You almost killed this goth half-drow. I really um, wanted to. Yeah, you guys uh, knocked her around a little bit because she was turning people undead and generally being evil. Um, just being kind of a shithead. Yeah. Just a just general shithead. Really head. not a fun hangout. Uh, Esmeralda tried to reason with her. She tried to headbutt Esmeralda because she didn't like, uh, she felt condescended to. Um, I mean, just goth stuff. Uh, so you guys were refocusing your attention on the tree that is slowly growing inside the mage tower because it could knock down the whole mage tower and bring about another tether to the moon, which will then crash into the planet. So off you go. Um, and uh, you guys are sort of slowly um, uh, shedding NPCs, but Typha is still coming along with you, and she says to you guys, um, you know, the sun's starting to come up now. I just want to say I'm real sorry I didn't make you guys breakfast. I, I was going to prepare something. You but did, you it's that, okay. It was awesome you, how you punched her in the face. Yeah, I really, really like punching that, punching that that evil uh, wizard in the face. That Are felt, we still heading out to the woods? Yeah. You're, no, you left. You're kind of like going back on the campus from the woods where the instructors... Oh, okay. And then we're going to try to get to the... You're walking over to the fa- mage tower. Oh, I thought we were going to try to get to the under world to get to the cloak. So, um, you guys then would, I guess, stop at the edge of campus and realize you've got two choices. You can either, with what you know, because right now you don't really have any um, College of Gostel people with you. Yeah. All those NPCs are kind of off doing their own business. Uh, it was suggested to you that you go straight to the tower. Right. Maybe help, maybe help with the trees, but it also felt like you were just kind of like being told, well, go do something, we're all busy. Because some of the people with the most authority are either slaughtered at this point or um, rendered despondent. So the ball is more firmly in your hands. You actually have, I would say, three options laid out in front of you in your mission to stop the moon crashing. You could go to the tree. You could try to uh, pluck that cloak out from deep in that cave that's halfway into another dimension. Or you could go um, to another mage college. You've got a map. There's more. Um, I would like to try to discover the best way to destroy the cloak once we get it out. Okay. If there's anyone who has any advice on that. And I have a question about the book also. Sure. The book is... Um, uh, Master Tetched is the one who had like flipped through it, and mm-hmm. he's back in his quarters. I'm going to say you, you did kind of leave it, but you can, you can do a turn on a dime and go talk to him about it if you want to know more. Um, I'll say the page that you have that I that I like gave you a printout mm-hmm. of is all stuff you can remember. Yeah, I just wanted to know about the the Zinzarina short sword. It says there's a whole little segment about that and about. Do you want to go back and ask Master Touch about it? I'd say it'll just take a little bit of no, narrative it's fine. fudging. It's fine. We'll just we'll just see. Get, but it's that guilt that you have about going back. You could you could just forget it. We can retcon it. You can just say you were there and you asked him before you go. You don't have to worry about it. We can figure this out. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, breaking all the rules all the time. Well, well, I just don't want listeners who are like, you walked away and you didn't do it. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before that's you how, go. That's how you sound, you guys. <laughs> in your, in your, uh, all you your tweets and your he Facebook posts. Attacked. I love nerd poker. He just feels attacked. I always, I just, I want to make sure you guys know I feel like I'm being martyred constantly. He does. No, I don't. <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, Master Touch is like, what do you? What is it you want to know about well, the short I had a, sword? I, about, uh, it says here, the name of Zinzarina's blade is lost to all scholars, but the poison stored inside it was of a precise nature so unusual that it blah, blah, blah. And then it's saying that they lost the blade and that it was sold to a dwarven merchant and the trail ran cold. And I just was curious, what is the deal with that blade? Um, well... I believe that wouldn't have made it into the book if it was not a real blade. I believe that's evidence that this blade exists somewhere. Um, and it was her? It was in Zarina's? Yes. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and it casts it assembles its poison as it's going into the victim or something like that. Yeah, it it basically there's a summoning spell that was cast, and because she was a, a minor deity, she could be casting it while in combat and be able to concentrate. There was a lot of strange things that deities would do in combat without having to lose concentration. You know, they they could they could you know pull off things at once that a mortal can't. And, and how was Zenzarina killed by Lolth? Uh, he says, um, he f- kind of flips a few pages back from there, and he says, it, it looks like some sort of dismemberment uh, explosion. I'm not sure. It looks magical in nature. Uh, Zenzarina was known for constantly taking the, the mortal form just so she could murder people with her bare hands. Uh, Lolth is uh, much more about manipulation and deception. She enjoys murder, too. Uh, But um, I think if she found out she was being betrayed by Zinzarina, like it says here, uh, she would be very public in this execution. And it was probably some sort of, uh, you know, dragging Zinzarina out. uh, And as the book says here, annihilating her in front of many witnesses. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is why it seems pretty clear in the lore here that she's dead. Um, and he well, says, where, where do we think her body is and all that? Or where, like where, where was uh, Dessa trying to take the cloak? Do and we know anything about it? He says, this is where I'm starting to get confused myself. I'm looking at the book and I'm listening to some of the stuff Dessa is saying, of talking to Zinzarina. Uh, he, and and um, Master Magnus, you remember a couple episodes ago, had mentioned something about how like gods may not be able to necessarily die. They just get banished. And Tetch says, I don't know if I share that view. Uh, I feel like there's um, maybe we misunderstood what Zinzarina is. Exactly. Uh, there's always been some debate over whether she is a true god or not, and um, something about this just feels off. If Des is talking to her and she wants to be born again, that says something to me too. Well, didn't when I when I breathed in that pollen, wasn't it like I, I was hearing a message from Zinzarina too? Yes, you felt like you were being sort of given some very quick. Uh, presentational ideas about Zinzarina, mm-hmm. about her blood being in certain places. Right. Okay. So maybe that's related. He goes, so now that we're back oh. here, can we talk? Oh, she's <laughs> asleep. Yeah. Uh, she is asleep, yeah. yeah. But um, he's like, what, you, do you want me to wake her up? I can wake her up really easy. I mean, does that matter to anybody else? Do you know what I mean? That, the <laughs> pom- that maybe that's how she was. We did forget to ask her, like, oh, you, you're talking to Zinzarina, like, in what way? But Correct. You could, and, he, and he's like, by the way, it was nice of you to knock her out with a sleep spell. I can also knock her out with a sleep spell. It would not be hard to wake her back up and okay. knock her back out if you want to have another pass. Let's get more info <clears throat> from her, though. Right. And, and, and he says, yeah, let's do that. Because it's real fucked up what she did. Yeah, when, so, when she wakes up, I want your face to be right in her face. And you just got to be like, the second right. she wakes up, like... Any, One more question for um, you. I'm going to do a real quick check. Uh, now nah, he doesn't think of it. Um, uh, but uh, he wakes her up. I was going to see if he thought of doing something before he woke okay. her up, and he didn't. I, uh, I got another question for you. You. Okay. What do you want? Well, how do you communicate with Zazarina? He said intimidatingly. Uh, Roll an intimidation check, difficult to 10. Rawr. Yeah, you get that. Uh, she rolls her eyes and says, You're just going to make fun of me, but it's drugs. Drugs? Yeah, man. Do you not know what drugs are? <laughs> uh, I just yeah. gave your uncle a Xanax, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure. That... She says, Oh, sweet. Can I have one? <laughs> I'm what, feeling real stressed uh... out right now. What kind of drugs are we talking about? You know, what kind of stuff that gives you visions. Oh, uh, yeah. Like some uh, peyote? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some mushrooms. Tom knows. Yeah. Okay, so you do know drugs. Okay, I, cool. went, to, I went to college. Do you got some peyote? <laughs> no, I don't got it. Because if you got Where do you uh, get well, it? Yeah. Hmm? That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> where, you get where, where you get it from? Uh, my, my friends give me the drugs. Okay. It's special stuff that gets grown in a very special place. Oh. Is it like pollen? She goes, yeah, mm-hmm. like pollen. From the tree. Guess what? I talked to Zinzarina too. 
She's like, no way you talked to Cinzerina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she says, prove it. I repeat, like, very dramatically, the, like, my blood is in the earth, or whatever. <laughs> uh, she rolls her eyes again and oh, says, okay. uh, that's, oh, okay, you found the tree, whoop-de-doo. Oh, interesting, okay. She says, you want to have a real experience with Zinzarina? Reach up, there's little berries on that tree. Grind one of those between your teeth. Then we'll see if you really have a conversation with Zinzarina. Thanks for the tip, Conk. <laughs> Do you knock her out? <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Good Do a, uh, what was the check I just had you do when you tried to knock her out, Bodhi? I'm looking at my thing. <clears throat> I think we'll call that Dex. a performance, right? Mm-hmm. Performance check, difficulty 10. Because it's just fun if you don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, 16. Yeah, great. She clock. I did just think we... Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Master Touch goes, yeah, I, I could have cast a yeah. sleep spell on her. That was... No, I definitely wanted to do that. <laughs> yeah, and another goose egg just starts rising on her head. You're <laughs> um, abusing this lady. Uh, he says, uh, oh, that's um, that's pretty interesting about the tree. Mm-hmm. I would definitely, when you go back, talk to Master Gendy about that and make sure uh, I'm a little concerned knows. about the berries might be just plain old poison. He says, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't just do what the spy cultist told you for fun. I mean, she had mixed motives. I don't know. I don't know if you thought about that. I want to give those a little uh, test, test Rudy. You you seem like a very robust tiefling, and maybe you want to just see if your constitution role goes as well as your friends did. I mean, I'm laughing like that's so ridiculous that we would do that. But that totally is exactly what one of us is. Are you going to head over? I uh, still do. Yes, let's go. Head o- so um, yeah. fast forward, you guys uh, don't really encounter any other NPCs as you walk over. Um, you feel like the campus is really quiet and nervous. You only see a couple of students walking around. Um, All right. And uh, you, you, I, I would say it would occur to you guys like, oh, yeah, like, again, all the... Yeah, Archmage Sermanic get completely annihilated. Um, his blood is dripping down the walls of the second floor of the Mage Tower. Cool. And um, uh, Master nice. Magnus is now undead and um, nervously twitching in uh, another oh, Master's room. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. And um, how you doing, Magnus? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Don't can't ask him now. Yeah. So uh, you hit up uh, the charm spells that were cast on you a while ago. Still work. You realize okay. as you as you head up to the 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 floor with the tree, and uh, the door is open. You see a twinkling tree. No sign of Master Gandhi at first. What do you do? Call for him. Her. Her. Yes, Master Gandhi. I'm in here. Can we go in? Uh, we tell her what we heard about the. Um... Well, first let's hear what she. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, before you do that, on. everybody do a Constitution saving throw. This is throw. that pollen. Is she just mm-hmm. in there breathing it? Uh-huh. Did she not tell? Give us a heads up to not. Nope. Okay. What am I trying to get? I say you need a ten. Got it. Fourteen. Seven. Uh. Gago starts gagging and starts spinning around in circles. Gago. Um, you see Master Gendi is sort of walking around with a daze on daze look on her face. Uh-huh. She said, what? Oh, she, uh, I, what's going okay, on? Okay, we pull her out of here. What, did, he have any, did he have any... Uh, hmm? um, did did he, you fail yours? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> I... I She's just walking around. She took no precautions and just went you in there. You notice her pupils are very large. Okay, I pull her out of here. Okay, uh, as you guys do that, um, Tom. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're yeah. underground. Whoa. And it's very dark. And you hear breathing. Oh, uh, yeah. And you lean forward. And all of a sudden, your eyes focus. And you notice you're face to face with a beholder. Uh, that's a problem. And it, it opens its mouth and it starts to grin. And you hear a voice that you're sure is the beholder's voice inside your own head. 
and it says, I know where she is. Oh, I'll be holding. And you wake up. <clears throat> huh. Oh, it's over? Uh-huh. Huh. What do I see now? Uh, you see your these guys are dragging Master Gendy, who's not putting up any fight, out of the room back out onto the landing. Huh. Tom, did uh, you have a vision? Yeah. You look uh, fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> your eyes are still glazed over. Yeah. Uh, you smell beholder breath. It's okay, brother. Sit down. I'm going to need to take some of this stuff with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Are, do we see berries, by the way, on the tree? Are there berries? You do. You do yeah. see what looks like um, kind of like hard berries. They almost look more like acorns, but there's little lumps and beads all over them uh, on the branches. The ceiling is not visible it's kind of behind a bunch of twisted branches and vines mm-hmm. and it just looks like this thing is sort of expanding out like an old potato there's just stuff growing out of this trunk like in the middle of the room um you you also uh everybody do a perception check and i'll tell you everything you notice about the room as you as you back out of it because you didn't really spend a lot of time in here last time but i think you'd naturally kind of be 14. nervous now that you've seen when your buddies get what'd you get brian um, Do you need to know your bonus? Because I can seven. tell you. Okay. No, 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 19. Oh, fuck. Uh, you guys notice the following. You notice that the room has a familiar scent. Uh, Esmeralda, you notice it smells a lot like this sort of uh, undead stink that you smelled back at the College of Roke when things went haywire. Um... You don't see anything, the weird glowing color of uh, sort of like yellowish green uh, that made up the stalk, the big fungal spire thing that sprouted up out of the ground. You don't see that glowing bright yellow green color anywhere in the room. But there is something weird and hushed about the room. You feel like the room is becoming this weird sort of ecosystem. The pollen is so big and thick and in the air that like it just sort of... It feels like um, the room is being taken over, and you do kind of like get this sense like, oh, is it going to break out of this room? Is it going to grow into the next floor? Is it going to start sprouting somewhere else? It feels very heavily infested with this growth in here. And as you guys kind of back out of the room, you notice there are like large chunks of pollen like floating out past you and into the stairwell. I'm not convinced about why am I not supposed to burn this tree down because it could be bad it could explode and destroy you, you notice master gendy like as you sort of bring her out like uh she she goes kind of like not limp but she has hard kind of a hard time standing for a second after you drag her and she just kind of like finds it easier to sit and her eyes are all pupiled over and dilated and um just looks like she's maybe inhaled a few of these things in a row so she's not snapping out of some sort of trance. Right. Is there some way to test one of these big berries? There's probably all sorts it? of ways to trust <laughs> it. You also notice Gago is still in the room, flying oh, around Gago. in circles. Gago, get out of there, Gago. No, please, go get out. Um, Typha, um, I'll, uh, I'll go and grab Gago. Oh, yeah? You cover your but mouth I'll or something? I'll cover my mouth and... Uh, and go in and just try to uh, grab him or loop him into it. Uh, I have a bag. I had a bag earlier that he was in, right? Didn't I have him in something? Uh, yeah, you have like a pouch. But but before you do that, Typha puts a hand on your shoulder and says, actually, hang on a second. She, um, go, she's she got like one of those big uh, Terry Gilliam and the Holy Grail uh, backpacks just full of supplies, and she pulls out like a pot and just says, I'm just trying to scoop him up with this thing. Okay. That's what I try to do. Great. Um, are you going to do anything else before you go in there? No. I, well, what should I do? Uh, At this point, you, you've you noticed two different friends go in there and inhale something and have a vision. Yeah, so, well, I'm, I said I was going to cover my mouth. I'm yeah, that's to. all you're going to do is just cover your mouth? Oh, you're far from the microphone. Far from the mic. Um... I do think Bodhi would be like... Uh, I mean, there's nothing bad about the vision so far, though. We've seen cool stuff. Maybe we'll learn more. <laughs> uh, like, I, you, 
I don't have a hood or anything, right? No. No. Um, Is Gago just floating around in there? He's like bumping into the ceiling. Like I just a, go get him. All right. You're going to cover your mouth or anything? Yeah, I'll, I'll cover with my cloak a little bit. Okay. Do a constitution saving throw. Uh, 20. Well, yeah, you're fine. So you go in there and you just... Natural 20. Uh, do a... Let's call it a... Dexterity check difficulty 10. Oh, <laughs> maybe roll that and then so it'll land on the actual tray. Uh, fifteen. Yeah, so you manage to grab him by the wing and you just drag him out of there. His eyes are glazed over and he looks like I mean he. Gago, what did you see? He's just like oh holy shit! He's not snapping out of it either. And um, do um. Do you want to try anything else to get him to wake up or either either her? Well, I want to talk to him. the I want to ask them both while they're still, you know, like waking up out of a dream while they still remember it. They I, seem like neither of them are waking up. Oh, okay. Um in fact, you 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 guys know enough and maybe Typha would even chime in on this where you're like uh, oh, like they we don't know how much Gendy took in and Gago might not have the metabolism to ingest this properly. He's so small. Did you guys kill Gago again? Let's, uh, let's get him out and we'll give him some water and like air and smack him around. Go outside the tower. Um, oh, because you said it's starting to float out into the hallway. The yeah, bomb. I mean, you in general. It just, I'm going to grab some of those. I'm going to take him down like a, a level. Okay, um, like, Tweet, can you sing a song of rest or healing or whatever? Yeah, I'll do that. Sure. Um, Look, it's like blades back. It's pretty good. Uh, he manages to do it without a penalty. So he doesn't need hit points, I guess. But, um, yeah, I would say they both snap out of it. Um, so, um, you're taking them both outside for fresh air? Well, if they're okay now, I, th- we, I don't think we need to necessarily, because we may need to do some more with this tree. But I do want to ask them what they saw. Um... Gago tells you that he just had a vision that he was being chased around by this large hyena-looking thing, uh, and everything was dark and it was really fucked up, and he didn't like it at all. And he just he just sort of rambles like, oh, and then I try to go down this tunnel, and then I try to do this shit, and then this fucker was still chasing me. And he did, the story just kind of goes on and on, and it just sounds like he was like in a chase in He's his vision. Uh, Gendy says she saw. Um, some real uh, bizarre stuff that she's never seen before. Um, she said she saw this place that was uh, both very dark and very light at once. The ground seemed lit from beneath. The sky seemed pitch black. Um, and uh, there were there were rolling country sides of, of uh, sort of strange grass. And... Uh, there were voices, but she can't remember any of them. Hmm. She said she felt like there, she was there for a really long time, and she asks how long she was out or how long it's been since you've seen her because she feels like she's been gone for days. It hasn't been that long. It's been but... less than an hour. Yeah. 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 She says she she feels like this thing did something to her consciousness. Um. Did you? Okay. So clearly, we can't just breathe safely in there but also uh we tell her what we learned about the berry or that that's something with the berries so yeah and she said um you know uh, i remember voices i couldn't tell you if that's exactly what i experienced but um you know if the cultists put that tree in there then yeah you probably don't want to ingest anything in there unless you want to i don't know join their cult if any of you guys are Interested Not in the really. recruitment speeches that you've heard lately? You maybe go in there and uh, chew on some berries, but um, uh, she's like, "Yeah, we need to get rid of that tree," and I'm not sure how. I, I tried casting a simple dispel curse uh, on there, and didn't do anything, and um, I was trying to just detect what kind of magics were in there, and it didn't take long before I accidentally, you know, inhaled something, and everything just became a blur. I wonder if we can use our portal uh, gun to, yeah, yeah, either underneath it or if it was growing on top of it, it would just like grow into a, you know, 
but if there's some way to do that, you know, to use it for that. That's the thing. If there's, if you can do necrotic damage to it, somehow. Necrotic damage? Yeah. What you talking about, necrotic Willis? <laughs> Something that would wither it or. Oh, gotcha. Sure, sure. Um. She says, uh, I don't know what these staffs are you're talking about, but uh, yeah, I mean, any kind of damage you do to this tree, I would just uh, be careful, I guess. She's like, I, I don't know. I'm, I've never seen a plant like this before. It almost didn't seem like a plant. Almost seemed like like a, a, a fungus of some kind. Ugh. I mean, we could just go back to Bodhi's original <clears throat> plan of setting it on fire. Yeah. I'm still circling around that. Um, Gendy says, uh, may I make one suggestion? Um, because I don't know if I should really, she's like, I'm getting a little nervous because I, I, again, I, maybe it's because I feel like I've been gone for days, but I feel like we need to do something fast. So if you do destroy the tree, maybe try to do it without being in the same room. Okay. Uh, I something tells me this. There's a lot of built-up power inside this tree, and so, were you to damage it, it might be like cracking open an egg. All right. So let's put a portal in the wall and go outside and put another portal and shoot through it. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Right. Wavy Davy. Yeah. And so a wall we'll make facing a Molotov the cocktail tree. and just throw it through. All right, so who's doing this? I, we can do better than Molotov got, cocktail, too. We can okay. do fireballs and yeah, uh, yeah, okay. chromatic orbs. That's what I'm going to count. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'm doing the portal. So you do the portal. So where are you going to uh, cast the first a wall portal? facing the, the or in, We can do it in, yeah, inside, inside the room. Inside a wall inside there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me cover my face before I do that. So you, you go into the room, you cover your face, and you cast... The uh, a, a portal. Huh? Um, you, you, you swing the quarterstaff like that, and you point it at the tree. Yeah. No, no, at the wall. At the wall in the room. Yes. So like. So from outside, we'll we'll shoot through at the tree. Got it. Yeah. Um. So, oh. Yeah. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say if your other portals haven't closed yet, we'll this see. is okay. Yeah. That's so you like you cast. Uh, against the wall, and a black tear opens up in the wall that looks sort of like a portal, but then it starts to crack, and then it cracks along the floor, and it starts moving across the ceiling. Oh, perfect. And it starts moving towards you and the doorway. Let's go away. Well, then, we should have used, my, my, used my yes, staff, probably. but, okay, let's go. I tried to say that, reality but... reality open. Uh... Run. Jeez, yeah, well, you are you heading down the stairs? Downstairs. Yes. Yeah. All right. So uh, what are you going to do about uh, the NPCs? Are you going to help them or are you going to just kind of Come just with us. They know how to run. Yeah. Run. They know how to run. Okay, so they run. Uh, everybody do... <laughs> Use mine. An athletics check difficulty of 10. He is flying, by the way, and he beats all of you outside. I got it. Yeah. Mm, just short. So, uh... Oh, but I've got... I have that danger sense which helps me with this. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It helps my athletics when I'm uh, when there's something going on and I'm running. Yeah, I'm looking that up right now. So... Because this is... I, I feel like... Uh, it helps in my... <clears throat> right... Uh, you gain an uncanny sense of when things nearby aren't as they should be, giving you an edge to dodge away when danger. You have advantage on dexterity saving throws. Yeah, so... So I would say... Um, yeah. how, how? What did you roll? Uh, you needed 10, it was at 9. Oh, then you... Yeah, that's... Then Doesn't you advantage mean you re-roll re- twice? Or, then, this is something I'm actually trying to understand about 5th. Or whatever the addition this is. Oh, you're right. I for- completely it's forgot. Thing, that is, you right? do roll twice and take the that better roll. You got 30. So, yeah, you're right. Thank you for... 
No, and I'm only saying that because there was something on mine too that I was like, advantage, what is that? But it, that's Well, yeah, it and, and that's exactly what advantage is. You roll twice and take the better of the okay. two rolls. And I, I simply saw the word advantage and forgot that that was a whole rule set. And then when you said that, it reminded me just how many people tweeted at me like today that I don't know the rules of Dungeons and Dragons. So See, no, no, I but it, like you, you saved me, you saved me from uh, from weird randomness on the internet. So I would say Bodhi, because you got that role, what that will do is uh, get you the fuck out of there with everybody else. Okay. Um, a black crack with uh, dust uh, kind of puffing out of it. But looking as if it is a long, um, jagged portal in the ground follows you as you run down the stairs. Mm-hmm. And just as you guys get out the main door of the tower, you watch as it sort of dances across the ground back towards the instructor's building. Oh, it's connecting with the other portals. Probably. Perhaps forming... A uh, a large portal. You realize it gets. I mean, do you, do you do anything before I continue? What happens can you, can next? You do another one to try to close it. It's going to kill everybody, right? Jesus, Ken. Oh, because you're dicking around. <laughs> uh, so we, just for the record, you guys. Yeah, you guys but, tried so hard to make him do yeah, this. Definitely. No, but so then but I did I did come in and say, hey, wait, four. isn't it gonna connect the other portal? I just that's why I thought we could that's do good. a reset with my portals. It is now getting it is it has reached the woods. So should you do another what one? What do you do? Because maybe that'll end uh, it. Do I want to aim one at the crack? The crack seems to be opening, it's about five feet across, and you just see blackness inside of it. And there, there's dust and pebbles the tree area? that sort know. of po- are popping else. out as the ground opens up. You, you never want to overuse a magic item. Um, well, fuck. Master Gendy says, oh, shit. Do you and know what to do? N- no. Okay. What did you do? <laughs> what used, is that I staff? The, I use a staff. So it's a portal staff? <laughs> That's a portal of some kind, I think. Yeah. I mean, it can't hurt to do it again, right? And we might all die here in this anyway. Holy crap! Maybe Why don't you try just... your stick. Because I think mine will just restart the whole one, two, three, four, five situation. You hear rumbling from the mage tower. That's good if it. That is good. Yeah. It restarts it. But I. I'll I'll shoot a portal at the ground. Next Where to the at the crack. ground? Far away. Wait, next to far the crack. Away, far away from us, right? How far away can I shoot it? What is the oh, range? Pretty of far, because I did it with those guys. All right. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I did it like everybody, and uh, do a. <laughs> Brian just wants to know what's going to happen next. Uh, uh, everybody, do a um, dexterity saving throw. Okay. Difficulty ten. Yep. 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 None of you fall down as the ground slams back together. Uh, like like a like a wound being stapled back together, and the ground shakes, and you see a couple of students in the distance fall on their asses. Oh, good. Maybe somebody closed it for us. It seems that the the sixth swing of this staff. Oh, he did do yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, did Close. not open a new portal, but closed all uh, of the opening areas. Hope. See, that's no, what way I to go. I'm never listening to you again. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you also hear groaning uh, rock coming from the mage tower. Yeah, it's probably And you look, over. and there appears to have been massive structural damage sure. done to this thing. Uh, and it doesn't look stable. Good. And, and if, I'll just, I think you may have already seen this drawing, but just as, I think it kind of puts it into perspective. It's a very tall tower. Like yeah. it's, it's, and it's collapsing. It's uh, groaning and... Okay, so we're we're yelling, everybody get clear of the tower. Um, and uh, <laughs> just for funsies, everybody do one more dexterity save. Yep, yep, yep. Great. Episode twenty. Twee says, "I'm still flying." You guys uh, both rolled twenty. <laughs> so you guys yeah, do a 20s. very cinematic uh, <laughs> sprint away of course we do. as the mage tower collapses. Like bad boys too. Yeah. Uh, and you notice after it collapses, you don't see anything particularly magic happening. But uh, I guess that's good. Um, 
you do kind of feel like you're there's a lot of like you remember from the previous evening when you went to bed you heard about like there was going to be some magical security spells popping and clicking and making strange echoing noises while you were trying to sleep and not to be disturbed by it you feel like maybe some of that goes off in the air as some of the magical protections surrounding the tower deactivate as the tower is no more Master Gendi comes to a stop. Does it disappear? She explains explains to you, like, yes, those are magical spells that are being uh, deactivated now that the tower is. It's it's a pile of rubble. You see furniture sticking out of it. Good. No tree? Um, No tree. The uh-huh. tree was in the bottom, <laughs> was in the bottom third of the tower. So you're not sure I where think exactly. We did a pretty be. good job of stopping that. That was very at random. the very yeah. at the very least, you know from just intuition, you created a large rift in seemingly space and time yeah, like next, a, a to yeah. next to the tree. Next to the tree, you're not sure exactly. Yeah, how well, that we should probably go tree. check the rubble for the tree, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, time to go dig through some rubble. Uh, so, um, Master Gendy tries to get some students to come over, and you guys do some um, basic excavation. I hope and, nobody uh, died in there. Huh? I hope nobody died in there, or not too many people. Well, and, and as you guys walk over there, Gendy's like, um, yeah, I mean, I, on the bright side, I, I don't, none, none that I knew. I mean, there, it was clear of, of students as far okay. as we could tell. That's good. Um. And uh, it only takes a few minutes before digging before one of the students says, someone come over here and look. And he points and um, there is this weird just sort of, almost just looks like a tree's corpse. Uh, but it, it doesn't look that different from the weird, weird-ass corpsey fungal tree you saw inside. But now at the light of day is kind of beginning to peek over the trees and it's hitting what looks like part of the tree. Uh. So I rolled, I rolled a, uh, I rolled a twenty for just the students <laughs> finding something. So they find part of the tree, basically. Right. Does it seem dead? Does it seem They're like we don't know, and uh, you notice there's no pollen. Yeah, okay. so that seems good. Um, I cut a piece of the, I like carve off a piece of the tree. Eat it, eat it. Okay. Nothing crazy like happens. Sap. There's what nothing like, like, what what No, inside. although a uh, fungus comes to mind again. It almost mm-hmm. feels like you're cutting into a large mushroom. It just sort of gets makes this weird sticky slopping noise as you cut a piece of it off like foam. Okay, yeah. Set it on fire. Sure. Just to be safe. Yeah? Yeah. What are you going to set on fire with the spell or with uh, a yeah, fireball or flint and steel? Fireball. I want to know how you're setting on fire because something, you know, interesting. Well, you know. if it's like a portobello, let's just put some oil on it and yeah, then light it on fire. Olive oil. Like, yeah, rubber um, with, uh, Typha probably has some, rubber with sage some and... uh, accelerants. Yeah, but we got, we got oil. We can throw oil on it. Yeah, Typha's got plenty of oil in her back. All right. So so here you go, guys. And then uh, Twee has fireball, fireballs right, that he too. can send at them. Uh, yeah, let Twee do it. All right. How close are you going to be when you sit this? Not close. <laughs> it's almost like yeah. I prompted that sort as of response. As far away as possible. Uh, so, yeah, you guys uh, light her up. Uh, Should I put a portal next to it and then shoot it through the portal? <laughs> Never again. Um, and um, what are you going to do? Fireball then, you said? Yeah. So, is. Twee is. You managed to get, uh, with the help of a dozen or so students, like pull the rubble apart enough so part of it is exposed. Uh. And when you fire the firebolt at it, um, it immediately lights up, uh, and the the flame is huge. It's like it's like a gas powered lamp. You just uh-huh. go straight up, and it makes a loud howling noise and stays lit several stories straight up into the air, uh, like a gas lamp, a giant Crazy. gas lamp in the middle of the rubble. Call Red Adair. That's an older reference than yep. anybody's ever made. Um, we all dance around like it's Burning Man. <laughs> <laughs> Is, and it's just continuing to uh, walk it away. It seems just to be burning away. like just some real away. great fuel. It's I'm just I'm burning, burning, burning. Just walk, walk away. Walk away. Okay. We're done. Right. <laughs> Gaga, where's so the Feywild? Oh, yeah. How's Gaga? Uh, Gaga says, I feel so fucking hungover, you guys. That sucked, <laughs> dick. <laughs> Happens. Not in like a fun way, like I usually do it. 
Um, so you guys uh, stand there and sort of admire it for a second. Um, and uh, Typhus says, uh, you guys want to get that cloak or what? Yeah. Yep. All right. Huh? Yeah. The, the fuck we don't. Cool. So you're going to head back out there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Hey, uh, Esmeralda, what, <laughs> what else? You have anything else to say Let's right now? ignore the fact that the vape pen just committed a crime. No, uh, what, what, were you, what were you thinking there, Esmeralda? Oh, um, I don't know. We got, <laughs> we got a little, we got a little sidetracked. You couldn't talk about hallucinogenics without somebody having some fun. Um, um I was going to, uh, I was going to ask about Piotr and where he was. He was so useful before. Um, um so, uh, Master Gendy, who's kind of with you, says, uh, oh, you know, he, he, he went back to the students' dorms, but if you want, we can, we can no, go. No, no, I just, here. as long as they have, they, I want them to have good people on hand here, too, because who knows what's about to happen before we go into the depths of the yeah, well, Gen- Feywild. Uh, Gendy says, um, other than the fact that we have this weird, magical, uh, Psycho, psycho-looking, freaky fire where our most precious building used to be. Um, things are looking brighter, I guess. Fuck the uh, Yeah, she's like, um, gotta crack some eggs. I'm less nervous, I guess. It's it was it's kind of a relief to know all the horrible things that were just happening in that tower are gone. There was. You okay, know, well, you do still have an undead issue. Did we tell her about? Uh, to ask your party mates about that one. Did we talk to Magnus about? Did we tell anybody about Magnus and what's going on with? So, um, yeah, uh, she. Do, I will tell you. You know, she doesn't know about Magnus being undead. Okay, I feel like we should give people a heads up because he's alone, or he's with Tresta, Testa, Tusta, Dessa. No, well, yes, Dessa, but also oh, Tetched, Tetched. Yeah. So, um, before we just take off, I'm saying, are you going to, you're going to tell Gendy that he's undead? No, no. I was just going to say heads up. Uh, Dessa has some very powerful magic that she shouldn't have. Uh, she's, um, under Tetch's watch right now. Uh, she cast a pretty bad spell on, uh, (laughs) Magnus and they're definitely going to need some help out there. So you guys do need to be, you know. Uh, things are not over yeah. right now. She kind of narrows her eyes and is like, "Wait, she's casting spells? Like, what? what, what yeah, you need to go talk to Tetch about it. You'll he'll fill you in. We need to get going to the Feywild." She's like, "All right, you want me to head back and help the other instructors? You're trying to get me back there. All right, that sounds fine. But do me a favor, and um, if you if you do find the cloak, only destroy it. Um, I'm gonna wear it." I mean, like, yes, that's our plan. (laughs) Uh, She says, okay, good. Um, uh, You know, I'm worried because there are a lot of really powerful magical artifacts just in the Mage Tower, and we're going to have to be very careful digging them out. Oh, right. Hey, did you know about the cloak? No. Do I believe her? Hmm? Do I believe her? Uh, Roll an insight check, difficulty 10. No. You believe her. <laughs> I think I think she's telling the truth, but some No, I was, I, you would gain additional insight. Yeah. That's all you would have gained if you had made the okay. But uh she says No, I didn't know anything about the cloak until you told me. Um did you see any other magical artifacts in the tower? Did Dessa get her hands on anything? Yes. I know that was a concern of ours. Oh. We've taken it out of our hands, don't worry about it. You have it? What is it? It's safe. Which one? Uh, uh, the magic bone. She says, <laughs> "That's what I'm calling it." What's it called? I can help you, but if you tell her that, she's gonna say, "I have no idea what you're talking." About. The ivory of the beholder. The ivory beholder. Oh, she says, "Um, please let me have that back." I think we might need it in our quest. She says that is too powerful. It needs to have a vigil put over it. What are you going to do with it? Huh? Yeah, you're going to put a vigil over it. We're going (laughs) to... We're going to put a vigil over it? She says, I hope that one day we have somewhere uh, not only as secure, but more secure than the Mage Tower, and that we can protect against people using it. Why? uh, What is so powerful about it? 
Uh, it, it casts curses that are so unholy that they could ruin a person's life in a way that's far worse than death. So can I please okay. be its guardian uh, as it is technically uh, the responsibility of the College of Gospel? Well, I don't really want to get into that, but it if it was your responsibility, it's kind of awkward that this, you know... Can they roll to see? She takes a very deep breath and says, um, you'll forgive me that I was not in charge of it's the College you. of Gospel. It's not you. Not obviously. I have no offense under, towards you. But. I, 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 um, and you also forgive me. Um, did you tell her that uh, Magnus is undead? No. We just said that he, a okay. very powerful spell had been She says, um, you know, Magnus and Tetched and I will have to discuss who is going to take over the, you know, the, the overseeing of this entire college, if we need to contact other wizards, you know, from other areas to help us rebuild. But, uh, I don't know you well enough to, in good conscience, let you walk away with the ivory of the beholder. That, that wand is thousands of years old and I don't know if you should have it. I am afraid we might need it. The, what we're trying to do right now is save our entire planet from destruction. But I'll tell you what. After we get back from the Feywild, <laughs> I will stop by. And if we no longer need it or it didn't come up, I'm happy to. Uh, I, look, I'm a scholar myself. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not interested in just keeping things for personal gain. Uh, but I'm afraid that that this might that we might need this. At well, some you've point. definitely earned some experience points, but you should roll for a persuasion check regardless. You're going to need a ten if she's going to let you. Do... Um, y- yes, nineteen. Okay, so instead of calling Piotr over, she says, "I'm going to make sure someone heads out to help you very soon." And she turns her back on you and walks off to the instructor's cabin. That's fine. Okay. So she seems very wary of you guys being in possession of this thing, but she is she does kind not. of bitchy about it, or is that just me? I um, we're having a bit of a mm-hmm. nothing. Go ahead. No, I want to know what you were going to say. No, no, no. Of... I just was saying, like, yes, she was, but I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. think I was she super was, I nice think, about I it think, either. Um, <laughs> so. I mean, like, imagine you know she any safe. any teacher after the school burns down just being like, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, I think all these majors are going to have an air of pretentiousness, and there's just no two ways about it. They're, well, they let their school fall apart. When you, <laughs> well, we kind of did this to the tower, but yeah, we I tried to say, yeah, but they clear let the, it. The stakes are the end of the world. And stuff. They let um, it start, and they let their students go goth. Oh yeah, no, um, start fucking shit. <laughs> when up. you Wait, look, you say you shouldn't allow goth in any school. No, when you look at problem. the at the. <laughs> Yeah. When you looked at the bone wand, it was sparkling, right? Yeah, it was like rainbow, not, sparkling. it wasn't cursed exactly. It was it's enchanted or it had the colors of curse mixed in with all, yeah, it's right. all sorts of fun stuff. Right. Okay. Cool. So she backs away and says, again, just to be clear. All right. Send someone who knows how to destroy the <laughs> She says, I would just like to tell you what you have there a mm-hmm. little bit more. I would love to hear. Thank you. Um, we're talking dismemberment, insanity, and death. And and there's no telling, unless you know exactly what you're doing, what's going to happen when you point it at someone. So just to be aware of that. Okay, I mean, I, I do want to stress again that I took this out of the hands of and now Dessa. She, she truly gets passive-aggressive. No, does she understand so, that Dessa had it before me? I mean, like... Oh, th- at that point, I'm she goes, to- oh. And she gets really embarrassed. And says, I see, and walks away looking real fucking humbled. Okay, cool. That'll do. Okay. That'll do. Yeah. No, because she thought you just found it yeah, like yeah. when you were up there yeah, and okay. she was Great. not, yeah, she was not completely clear. So, yeah, that's uh, humbling. Uh, yeah. I said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys head out and um, I'm going to say, uh, Will they find the place? I wish Blaine was here to sing a little song. Huh? Oh, should Oakendoink sing us off on our adventure? He last you saw him, he was sleeping <laughs> in the sure? visitors' dorms. Maybe he, you up. don't think it, the mage tower him. falling down woke him up? Do you want? 
Let's roust huh? him for a song to yeah, send us should, on a journey. Yeah, he should give us a goodbye song. So I you think. look over your shoulder and you do see there is a very tall, gray-skinned creature uh, that has that is sort of leaning against a tree stump near the dorms where you were sleeping. Is that him? That, do you think yeah. it's Oaken Doink in oh, the distance? Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so you think that would be nice for sure. everyone? It's for if wake him up. Wake him up. Get this thing else give him a give him a copper. Okay, we wake him up. He's no, he's awake. Okay. I mean, like, he's like leaning against a tree. Like, okay, yeah, he got go, woken up by the tower falling. We go over. tell him yeah. that we we need it. The last time you saw him, we need a song to send us in our yeah. merry way. He says, um, "Oh, hey, it's good to meet you guys. What's going on? <laughs> what's what's the big deal here?" You want a song to like send you off? Are you sure. asking me to cast a charm on yeah, you or something? Yeah, we thought it would be nice. We really just want to hear one of your songs, one of your best songs that you've probably practiced in your you apartment house alone. hovel. Yeah, you know, we just want to... He's like, well, I got a couple, you know, that uh, it's really hard to sing when the engineer's walking around playing with mic cords and banging them against windows and shit, but... Uh, <laughs> What? Thanks for the two-minute warning, asshole. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, we got a, I got a couple of songs of real popular college gospel. We got one about um, let's see, we could do one. Do you want one about? Uh... <laughs> I can't tell if Brian's excited or annoyed. <laughs> I'm annoyed. <laughs> you want one about? Uh, you want one about? Uh, Brian's side. Brian's having a good What about love or about smoking weed? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my God. Love. He cracks his knuckles, and he takes out a lute, and he says, uh, All right. Uh, and it's, 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 uh, it's definitely, like, bizarre for this giant being to be singing a song in broad daylight when people are picking through rubble looking for survivors. <laughs> but he seems completely unfazed. He, and it helped. He's it, professional. Uh, he says, um, this is a song called uh, Even Necromancers Get Some. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> Don't know how to cast a charm spell, the metaphoric kind. But how do I find a scroll? I'm in such a bind. They're half the population, but I think I lost my mind. Or at least my face looks like a melon rind. You know just what I mean, lawful good, but she loves a creep. How does that alignment track? How can I not weep? If I'm kind of awkward and maybe not even deep, does it mean that I'm stuck marrying this sheep? And even necromancers get some... Not undead, but quite alive. Even though they are abominations, their girlfriends make them pies. They're liches and they're monsters, murderous old guys. Even necromancers get some, so why can't I? Why can't I? <laughs> and, and then he finishes his song. It's so cool that he likes Mr. T Experience, too. Oh, my God. That, I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds like something from another plane of existence that I can't quite catch on to. But, you know, I do feel like uh, like I, I am from this place called the Berkeley Coast. Uh, yeah. So maybe... You're getting a PhD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I also feel like, you know, I just I do, I do sing like humorous sort of parodies of other songs. So, you know, it's just sort of... Might sound familiar, but that's why I'm just sort of a light entertainer. Like, you know. oh, and I don't know if you guys noticed, but um, Jesus Christ. what? No, Bodie just on. walks away. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you walk away, I just want you to know you have a, a protection against undead spell cast against you now uh, because you sat through that whole song. Well, oh, nice. oh, thank uh, you. No big deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, no problem, buddy. Uh, I um, I give him uh, some money. Do you really? Yeah. I'm going to give him a... 
I'm gonna give him a. I don't know what kind of money I have because I don't okay. have anything with me. He says, "Oh, you don't have to give me money. I'm already getting paid like 500 gold by the college for being here." 500 gold? Yeah, yeah. From it said it was emergency okay. because they probably needed to rebuild the tower. If I was classy, I'd probably give it back, but I'm not gonna do that. I gotta make a living. Okay, fair enough. Well, thank you. Uh, I, I'd still like to give you a, just a little tip. He a says, cash uh, tip, not an advice. He's like, he's like all right, that's cool. Thanks. Do you guys need a bard? No. <laughs> <laughs> cool, because I got a lot of songs I can just play. And I'll say at this point, Twee uh, says, hey, what if you got fucked? And he just flies back towards the forest. You really do a pretty good blame. I gotta say, I'm I, scared to ever not be here myself and then listen to the episode. Well, I did play a character that you created you for a year and a half. So. I guess I never listened to all should I? You're not doing a me, though, right? No. No. Yeah. no, I think that would have been horrifying. That's what I'm saying. So involved. this is that's the difference. Okay, sorry. So that was a beautiful send-off. Thank you. And now, uh, to the Feywild. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yes. To the Feywild. <laughs> episode 16. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of Nerd Poker. You can follow us at patreon.com slash nerdpoker, and you get bonus episodes from there. And you can also uh, send us anything at P.O. Box 16069, Encino, California, 91416. Thanks for listening. Ah!